Welcome, everybody, to a brand new episode of the Loftus Party Podcast. My name is Michael, and I will be your professional news bringer and comedic rambler for the next few minutes, the duration of the show. Uh, lots of news to get into, lots of fun stuff to get into. It's about the balance, you guys, because there is some serious bullshit happening now and a lot of horse shit on the horizon. So uh, we, we got to uh, we got to celebrate the good stuff, too. And that's what we're going to do on today's show. We're going to talk about the budget. Yes, of course. Uh, my goodness. We got we got budget talk. We got more uh, Biden stuff. The, the plans that they have for the appliances in your home, it's, uh, it's Orwellian. It really is. Uh, a bunch of stuff going on with the border. Hillary Clinton has raised uh, her, her head again. Uh, some stuff I've been watching on Netflix. Some music I've been listening to. We're going to have a good time. There's going to be uh, three blocks of the show as normal. We're going to have this one, the next one, and a special one on Patreon. And now locals. We should have a celebrity sing the theme song. I'm thinking, let's go, uh, let's go Adam Sandler. It's a podcast, the Lotus Party Podcast, so hold on to your ass, and let's start the show right now, scooby-dee-doo. All right, I am uh, really trying to keep things uh, positive, and it's a choice, you gotta try, it this shit just doesn't happen by accident. A very busy weekend, thankfully. A lot of fun. We'll talk about it a little bit. I did this, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's freaking October. And, and I filmed a uh, Christmas show for Fox. Nation and News. I mean, they're going to use that on both places. And I, I want to get into some of my responses to that uh, Christmas debate show and, and have some fun with that. Uh, oh, my God. Goodness. Yeah, we'll get into the entertainment stuff a little bit later. Because that's like a guarantee uh, to cheer me up. We'll get into new music from the Rolling Stones. Some great stuff I've discovered on Netflix. But let's start... Oh my gosh. Okay, let's start here with uh, the problem and the solution. All at the same time. All at the same time. Which is uh, the border. We got We got more Biden stuff coming up. We got budget stuff coming up. Oh, sexy, sexy budget talk. Biden corruption news, all that stuff. But let's let's start with the border because this is the one that I think, this is the big one. Budgets can always be changed, you know? They, they, they always have to come up with a new budget. The, this border uh, stuff. Now, now they're, they're saying that the game has changed, you guys, because Elon Musk went to the border. Now, I wrote a thing uh, and I'll, I'll toot my own horn here. I will toot my own horn here for a second. I wrote a little snarky, sarcastic piece of satire for theloftestparty.com uh, about, oh, the you know GOP leadership is, is shocked 
to discover uh, taking videos of millions of illegal uh, immigrants coming across the border doesn't stop illegal immigrants coming. Uh, you, you guys know if you've been listening to the show, I've I've been saying this for over a year now. Stop with the stop with the videos. We believe you. I but I totally believe you. When when Ted Cruz goes down there, like he's been going down there for years. Look at all these people coming across the border. Look at this. They're just coming across. They're coming from every right. So we we have enough of those. They say it's a game changer now that uh, that Elon Musk went down and 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 took some video. Oh, now now the media has to pay attention. Oh, okay. Let's let's see if that does anything. But here's where we are, ladies and gentlemen. Years ago, and I've I've brought this up before on the, on the show. Years ago, when uh, they would talk about, oh my god, goodness, you know, there's there's like four million illegal immigrants uh, living in America, and like Yale, these Ivy League schools were like that. That, that can't be that many. There can't be that many. I'm talking, this is like 2018, 2019. Yale and these other institutions got together and they did a study and they figured it out and blah, 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 blah. And their number came closer to 12 million. 12 million. And that was years ago. So now we've, we've been uh, dealing with the record numbers coming across during the Biden administration. And everybody's like, uh-oh, we're going to make a video. We're going to make a video. But n- nothing happens. Nothing changes. So now there's millions and millions uh, more. And when when you think about it, it's, it's quite daunting. Because no one seems to be doing anything. For real. It's like, uh, you know, the, the governor in Texas, he's like, uh-oh, it's an invasion. I'm going to officially declare an invasion. And then there's razor wire put out. And then when the illegals come across the river, the border patrol cuts the razor wire and lets them in. So it's it's like some kind of like a sick game. So... Two things, in my opinion, this is my little solution. It, it really is. If we do nothing but take uh, videos and do dramatic, you know, rescues. Oh, we rescued this person. Oh, we're stopping this and we're trying to do that and we're trying to raise money. For, okay, okay. It appears as though uh, no one's going to stop this. Nothing's going. Nothing's going to change. So the GOP... Uh, the the people on the right, somebody needs to get together like tomorrow and uh, and start opening up some schools. This is for real. I think we need uh, bilingual educators. We're, we open up, uh, well, I'm going to call it a private school because it's going to have to work outside the the public school system, but but for real, uh, all these illegal immigrants, they're going to be like, oh my gosh, I'm in this country. And there's millions, there's millions and millions. And I don't know how, how you, you can't really deport them. I, f- seriously, I just don't know how you, you physically would, would do it. 
like the, 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 the expense and then you've got the headlines and the media. Oh, and AOC will be crying again. Oh, AOC, she's not crying now. People, dead bodies washing up in the river, dead children, women getting raped left and right, freaking fentanyl killing people morning, noon, and night. She doesn't cry about that. But, but when Trump some, puts somebody, when Trump uh, puts a family in a high school gym, she is brought to tears. But uh, during all this other shit, she, she, she can handle it. So if you can't deport them and you realize that there's millions and millions now, okay? And so let's say the people, okay, so they're, they're here and they're waiting. They'll get amnesty. I'm telling you right now, there will be amnesty. And then there'll be, their children will be voting. So the, the problem is, is multifaceted. You've got the problem now with, okay, so how do we house these people and, 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 you know, get them food and humanitarian, all that great stuff. And then in a, just a short, short number of years, their kids are going to be voting. That's, that's the, uh, that's the end. That's the end. This is like, uh, Ann Coulter and I had this discussion way before Trump we had this discussion because she was very pro-Trump and I was like, well, really, what? And the number one priority, in her opinion, was was the border. And she's like, that is everything. If we don't stop this insane flow of illegals, it will permanently change uh, the voting demographics of this country. And then I don't, you only need one election. If you look at like uh, what happened during uh, COVID, you know, and the lockdowns, you know, they went for it. It went from it went from fifteen days to two years, and then it went to you have to wear a mask and you have to get this shot, and then you have to have to have. They went, they went full on George Orwell super fast. So in terms of a short term plan, you're you're going to bankrupt a lot of cities. Like New York can't handle it. No one can handle it. We all know it's we all know that this is an untenable situation. You just can't afford just millions and millions of new people. Okay. So that's the short term. Then the long term is you're looking, you know, 15 years down the road. And then that then you'll just have your last elections. Cause then the 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 the, the Democrats will have power and they just won't they just they just won't give it up they would and it will be in not just the uh elected officials but if you think that the the deep state is going to make itself smaller in, in the meantime i don't think it'll happen so you'll have the federal government continues to grow uh the deep state continues to grow permanent washington can, continues to grow uh the rest of america every american going through a like a public school those kids are going to be like uh, practically taught how to, you know, hey, you should be, uh, you should be doing some same sex stuff. You should be having some sex fun. Look at you, you wacky five year old. Aren't you questioning your gender? So it's really bleak. <laughs> but I, I gotta try to offer a solution, and I, I think it's opening up schools because not everyone can homeschool. God bless you if you're homeschooling. Smart, good, and not everyone can. Uh, uh, afford private school or like a religious school, Catholic school, Jewish school, whatever have you. 
And if you're just going to have, we're, we're paying for our own demise. Your, your tax money is going to be going to, you know, the, the, the public school system where your kids are just going to be brainwashed. And then they'll, and then they will come out. It's just like this, our entire, uh, educational system and immigration system is just a, uh, it's just it's just a woke machine. It's crazy, you know. It's uh, it's just a like little little propaganda factories. I don't know how else to say it. So I would suggest uh, opening up schools. I would really really suggest that. And if I were uh, if I were a man of means. And if I were, if I had access to the big money people, that's where I, uh, seriously, I would say you got to support pop culture. Like here right now, you can make, you can make big inroads just by, by that, by amplifying certain, anybody in pop culture, people like myself, people like that show tonight, anybody, anybody, uh, my buddy Dave Landau, Anyone on the right who's creating content that isn't all just like straight up political, you know, you got to have some comedy, you got to have some some music, you got to have some kind of artistic merit to it. But boy, you you should start screaming that stuff from the mountaintops. And somebody needs to uh, really start opening up some schools. I'm on the lap. I'm on the laptop right now. I'm looking at the uh, the wonderful content from theloftestparty.com. Yeah, millions of illegal immigrants taking videos of millions of illegal immigrants doesn't stop millions of illegal immigrants. It's the <clears throat> the frustration with with not being able to get anything done and things that like take make total sense to me, like this this latest uh, budget fight that everybody's been in, and God bless him, uh, Matt Gates, whether you love him or you hate him. You look at him, he was on the Sunday shows recently. He's going toe-to-toe with everybody. What he's saying is not controversial. And it's and, and it's it's wild to see people paint this dude as some kind of uh villain. There there must be something that I'm missing because okay, so so Congress knows, okay, so we run out of money, we have to have a uh, a measure in place to keep uh, paying people, so we got to work out this budget. Okay, so you know this day's you know you know this day's coming. You know it's coming, and you know you have control of the Congress, and it's going to be tight in the Senate. But as of right now, you've you've got a good chance. So go item by item, like really, like like f- for real. What else? beyond investigating uh, the Bidens. What else do you got to do? Isn't that Congress's job? And it's it's so blatant to me that they just want to pass these big giant, okay, well, we, we got to do the stopgap measure. So just give us tons of money. Give us a lot of money. We swear it's going to go to all the right places. Hold the fucking phone. How much do we have to spend to keep the military going? How much do we have to spend uh, to keep uh, the Wix program and the Snaps program going? How fucking how hard is this shit to do? 
And that seems to be uh, what what Matt Gates is proposing. But somehow, oh, he's a villain. He's a he's a horrible man. He's fucking what? We're thirty three trillion dollars in debt, and and it's just like I did the video about this on the YouTube channel. And once you start, it's the danger, man. This is the danger. You start paying attention to politics and you're like, holy shit. And then you find this out, which opens up another door and you're like, holy shit. And then you find some more stuff out and you go through another door and you're like, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit. And you got to find some kind of uh, balance in your life. Because I, I think the people, the, the holy shit amount of people, uh, the, the numbers of us are growing every day. Every day. But seriously, most people aren't uh, paying attention and they don't realize that, okay, so here's the game. Here's what we're going to do. And they've been doing it since like the 90s. Mm. We can't agree on a budget. So we got to do a big omnibus. We got to spend this and spend that. And these programs, these federal government programs, these they never, the budgets never go down. They never go down. It's always increased spending, increased spending, increased spending, whether it's working or whether it's not. So even you got, you know, freaking, you know, all the, the, the freaking, the deficit went way up during Bush. Yep. The deficit went way up during Obama. Yep. The deficit went way up under Trump. Yep. The deficit. Yep. It's like there is a breaking point. That's, that's always... The fucking retort is this, is this is humorous to me when when you're like we're fucking thirty three trillion dollars in debt and then people go well Trump added a bunch of money to it yeah I didn't like that shit either let's fucking roll the tape they, they always act like they've caught you in in some some big lie well Trump increased yes it was bullshit then too. I didn't like it then either. Do you think I don't have a, a delicious uh, morally compassy center? I do. I've got I got I got a little moral compass nougat in the middle of me. And when people spend money that they don't have on shit we don't need, it's fucking ridiculous. Who gotta tone it down? Tone it down. Got to try to find some happy. You know what? Do we want to try to get happy now? We will. A little bit. And then we're, we got to talk about, holy crap. I saw a, uh, just this, just this on the border. And then I'm going to let it go. There was a report this morning and I'm waiting to, uh, try to confirm it, but I might as well spread the rumor, right? That uh, the the World Economic Forum, and uh, they're behind a bunch of these uh, joints in Panama, you know, with the uh, with the uh, illegal immigrants, like little staging areas. Hey, here's a here's a here's a card. You know, you got some money on there. Here's a phone. You can do that. Here's like someone, someone uh, is organizing all this shit, and man. When you see these, I'll just I'll just say it here because you can't say it other places. When you see uh, these, the, there's some there's some big people 
coming across the border. Like, so there's a, I've seen some, I've seen some, uh, some big, some big gals, some, some big dudes. And you're like, hold the fuck, you hold on. You, you walked here from fucking Venezuela and you didn't lose any weight? <laughs> like, you would, you would think I would have so, <laughs> I would have so much more sympathy, uh, for these people, if they were like showing up just like skin and bones, you'd be like, holy shit, that person's barely hanging on to life. I know we got to figure out our immigration system, but somebody, Jesus, get that dude a sandwich. Get that lady a bowl of soup. Christ on a pony. Moses in the basket. And these these they're big and fat. Like, 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 how, how did you, how did you walk here? Uh, from fucking El Salvador and put on weight. Like, how did, how did that happen? <laughs> what, are you, what, are you looking for a better buffet? Is that, what you're, is that what you're in the search for? The buffets in my country, they're no good. I come here for the Golden Corral. America, that Golden Corral on the hill. <laughs> I think it was Ronald Reagan who said that. Here in America... We are that last shining golden corral on the hill. That was Casey Kasem coming in at number five. The Rolling Stones, The Sweet Sounds of Heaven. That was the song I was trying to play earlier. I'm all over the board. I don't care. It's one of the things, it brings me joy. It brings me joy. It really does. That's why I, that's why I freaking just suddenly start strumming. It's part of like, get a hobby, you guys. Start painting start painting pick up a musical instrument find some happiness I hear the sweet sweet sounds of heaven falling down falling down to this earth Hear the sweet, sweetest sounds of heaven Drifting down, drifting down to the earth Bless the Father, bless the Son Hear the sound of the drone I put that song up at theloftestparty.com It is really good it is really good. That's that. It's that gospel R and B. Bless the Father, bless the Son. Hear the sound of the drum. Mick is in full blown Mick mode. You know what? That seems optimal. That seems optimal to me. Let's take a break right here, and then we're just gonna have some. We're gonna let, let it rip. We're gonna make so much fun of Hillary Clinton when we come back. We're gonna we're gonna rip Hillary Clinton a uh, brand new butthole. <laughs> we're gonna make fun. We're gonna tell some jokes. These are gonna be jokes uh, about Diane Feinstein. We gotta we gotta talk a little bit about that. We're gonna get into uh, this plan. The the Bidens. Ugh. We'll do an impeachment inquiry update and this uh, plan that the Bidens have 
appliances Mm-mm, they're gonna take them You're not gonna be happy when you hear what I see So come back after this commercial break We'll be back, we'll be back again It's not gonna get better than that I'm Mike, founder of DollarShaveClub.com. What is DollarShaveClub.com? Well, for a dollar a month, we send high-quality razors right to your door. Yeah, a dollar. Are the blades any good? No. Our blades are great. Each razor has stainless steel blades, an aloe vera lubricating strip, and a pivot head. It's so gentle a toddler could use it. And do you like spending $20 a month on brand name razors? 19 go to Roger Federer. I'm good at tennis. And do you think your razor needs a vibrating handle, a flashlight, a back scratcher, and ten blades? Your handsome ass grandfather had one blade and polio. Looking good, pop up! Stop paying for shave tech you don't need. And stop forgetting to buy your blades every month. Alejandro and I are gonna ship them right to you. We're not just selling razors, we're also making new jobs. Alejandro, what were you doing last month? Not working. What are you doing now? Working. I'm no Vanderbilt, but this train makes hay. So stop forgetting to buy your blades every month and start deciding where you're going to stack all those dollar bills I'm saving you. We are DollarShaveClub.com and the party is on. With the second half, the second third, rather, of the Loftus Party podcast, I'm trying to think, uh, let's have Pee Wee Herman introduce this one. Good old Pee Wee. We miss you, Pee Wee. Podcast. <laughs> Loftus Party podcast. <laughs> so get off your ass and let's get on with the show. How could a podcast be this good? <laughs> See, it doesn't take much. Oh, it doesn't take much. All right, let's make fun of Hillary Clinton real quick. Actually, uh, before we do that, we'll we'll get on with the uh, uh, the Diane Feinstein of it all. I, I think she passed away a few days ago. That's she, what was, was she like ninety something ninety? That's a good run. That's a good run. She had a good life. Uh, I feel bad for her in a way, but like who knew? Okay, 
this is all preamble to me to prove to everybody who's listening, maybe first time listeners, that I'm not some kind of monster. They're like, wow, she's, I don't even think they've had the funeral yet and he's making fun of her. Kind of. I think they've had the funeral. The, uh, here's the joke that everybody did. Yes, uh, you know, sadly, Dianne Feinstein passed away, but uh, she still plans on on voting for Biden in 2024. <laughs> Who knows when she'll stop voting? Uh, and every time I think about her, every time I think about Dianne Feinstein, and no one has mentioned this yet, so I will, uh, in her passing. They're like, oh, she she came from... Northern California and oh this this thing and oh gun control that and blah 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 blah. Let's let's talk about her Chinese spy chauffeur, shall we? Yes, ladies and gentlemen, it's always good to remind yourself that for a lot of years, uh, Diane Feinstein had a chauffeur who was a spy for the Chinese, and when the FBI found out about this spy that was working for Diane Feinstein, did they start an investigation? Did they uh, get a FISA warrants? Did they look into this and see, oh, what does this person know? What have they been privy to? What's been going on? Did they give her the Donald Trump treatment? No. It's Diane Feinstein, much beloved California lady. The FBI just called her up. And they're like, hey, uh, Diane, uh, we're pretty sure your, uh, your chauffeur over there is a Chinese spy. Really? And then he left the country. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> yeah, so whenever they talk smack about, well, we have to protect, these are, we had to go after Donald Trump. This is the, it's the highest office in the land. Oh, okay. Okay, so you had to try to uh, arrest everybody and you had to do warrants and you had to do listening devices. You had to have this and you had to do that. But when it came to Dianne Feinstein, all I had to do was pick up a fucking phone. Okay. Oh, Lord in heaven, which is a great segue, the whole spying thing, which leads us to uh, Hillary Clinton and the way propaganda works. You just keep uh, repeating the lie. We've discussed it here before. You bake it in. You bake it in. No matter uh, what has happened, no matter what the reality dictates, you just keep... Uh, moving forward with, uh, with, with whatever reality that you want to uh, put out there. And Hillary Clinton is at it again. She was recently, <clears throat> she was recently on uh, Rachel Maddow's show, I want to say. No, she was being interviewed. It was Jen Psaki. Jen Psaki. MSNBC. And uh, Hillary's like uh, warning that uh, <laughs> that Russia is uh, going to try to help Donald Trump again. Yeah, it's going to be rigged. 2024, you guys, they're going to do it again. Now, it's worth mentioning for, uh, for all of our listeners that uh, Hillary Clinton and the uh, Democratic National Committee got in trouble and they had to pay a fine because they were the ones bankrolling the Steele dossier. They they hid that fact for a long, long time. And that uh, while there there is evidence 
that uh, Russia bought some Facebook ads uh, for Trump. It, it's it's not a it's not a big number. The amount of dollars that they spent, and they also spent, I believe, the equal amount on on Hillary Clinton. So, this is what will get you in trouble with the fact checkers. You'll be like, there was no. Once you say there was no Russian interference, okay, they they bought they bought some Facebook ads. Yep. And that's pretty much what the Mueller report found out as well. So technically, the fact checkers are going to love to say that. Oh, no, they did uncover what, the big plot of 30 grand on some Facebook ads. And I think they spent more on Hillary. So uh, Piers Morgan, Piers Morgan, I don't know if he's got a gig on Fox or not. I can't forget to tell you about the Christmas debate show. Uh... Piers Morgan wrote an article for the New York Post. God bless him. You know, talking about Hillary's election denial bullshit. Hillary's election... But then he can't stop himself. He can't stop himself. He got, uh, the, the full uh, article, the title is, Hillary's election denial bullshit is just as delusional as Trump's. Ha <clears throat> <laughs> I disagree, Piers. <clears throat> I disagree. Uh, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take uh, seventy-one million uh, votes for a thousand, Donald. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take seventy-one million ballots. I'm gonna take. <laughs> I don't. <clears throat> which one of these things was not like the other? Uh, you know, you've got, you've got like, you got like regular elections, which I would call 2016. And then you have, uh, then you have Wuhan infused drop boxes. Hey, vote all month long. Hey, we're going to collect these from everywhere. Hey, uh, Facebook is going to put in some zuck bucks and we're going to dump hundreds of millions of dollars into these neighborhoods. And oh yeah. Yeah, I think if any, if seriously, if anybody has a case for uh, things not being on the up and up, I I would go. I think I would think the twenty twenty case. Where did they? Pierce, Pierce, can I call you Pierce? I just did. Uh, where did they change election laws? When and was it? Did they change the election laws in twenty sixteen? No, they didn't. That's right, they didn't. But they sure did in twenty twenty. <clears throat> Shut your hole. Shut your hole. So uh, Pierce Morgan is making fun of, uh, I'm looking for the, uh, here's the quote. Here's the quote from Hillary Clinton. The Russians have proved themselves to be quite adept at interfering. And if he has a chance, he'll do it again. I think she's talking about Putin. I don't think, despite all the deniers, that there's any doubt that he interfered in our election. What? What? She goes on, part of the reason he worked so hard against me is because he didn't think that he wanted me in the White House. Yeah, they're fucking terrified of you. Yeah, I know the, the, the Russians. The Russians are like, boy, those Clintons don't. Uh, it's weird how it's weird how they take territory uh, and do shit on uh, 
on Democrat watches. But I don't, I don't. That's funny. Can you remind me of what territory did they take under Trump? I can't. I can't remember that. It's too funny. Yeah, uh, Trump is uh, Putin's stooge. He's, he's, he's Putin's stooge. And because Putin knew he could get away with moida, that's why he started the Ukraine war uh, when Trump was in a, Oh, that's right. He didn't. He waited for Joe. So Hillary is uh, feeling pretty confident. She's feeling pretty confident. Here's, here's a quote. Here's a quote from Morning Joe. We never thought we had to worry about domestic enemies. We never thought we had to worry about people who didn't believe in our democracy. Sadly, what we've seen over the last four years, and especially since the election, we have people in our own country who are doing Putin's work. They're doing his work to sow distrust, to sow divisiveness, to give aid and comfort to those in our country who, for whatever reason, are being not only disruptive, but very dangerous. Oh, I gotta, I gotta pick up the guitar. That one made me mad. I might have gone one quote too far. I might have gone one quote too far. I hear the sweet sounds of bullshit coming out Hillary Clinton's She's an election denier for a long time And we've got to get her back in to her place I did that wrong, but I think you know what I meant. Okay. This is just, that's just, uh, it's not going to stop. It's not going to stop. It's like, it's like the border shit. Here we go. I've accidentally made uh, a bigger point. This is why I'm glad you're here. This is why I'm glad you support the loftusparty.com, the YouTube channel, all of that stuff, and any other creator you deem worthy of your time. Can you fucking believe the balls on this chick? So you start a, uh, a, a the narrative that, oh, it was Russia colluded with Trump. And you get the FBI in on it. You get the CIA in on it. You get the mainstream media in on it. You get the head of the CIA to link shit to, uh, you know, the the media. Then that, that you got a whole investigation, a whole investigation, millions of dollars and all this stuff and all this time and all this energy. And you're proven wrong. And everybody knows everybody who's been following it everybody who's been paying attention to the to this stuff knows that like wow that was that was that was total horseshit that was total horseshit and then you 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 come back for more you just take a little time out take a little take a few months off and you come back on to the big stage you sit down with Jen Psaki and like oh putin's going to do it again that putin it's fucking crazy it's brilliant don't give credit where credit's due. Because everybody who believed it the first time is like, oh, she's right. She makes a good point. So your only hope, really, is to just keep supporting the people who are pushing back on this bullshit. Trust in, in uh, our institutions and the media is at an all-time low, and that's still too high. These are some scum-of-the-earth people. And and 
they're not going to stop. And while you're looking one place, they will hit you in another. Let's, uh, oh God. I got a uh, World Economic Forum update. The next one is going to be water. We'll get back into that. That that might be a uh, Patreon and and locals uh, subject. Okay. So... The the Biden in, impeachment inquiry is moving forward. It's the uh, hopefully we've heard the uh, the last of the. You don't have any evidence. You don't. That was hilarious to watch. You got you got like uh, oh we got this text message. We got this WhatsApp message. We have this eyewitness, we have that whistleblower, we have this message, we have that, we have this timeline, we have that, we have this bank record, we have this show company, and then I swear to God, you go over to the, uh, some freaking poor Democrat sitting up there going, you have no evidence. <laughs> what the fuck? So stick to your guns, everybody. <clears throat> and while this shit is going on, do you remember when uh, everybody was getting made fun of uh, for going, oh, they're coming after your gas stoves. They're coming after your gas stoves. And they were like, oh, the, nobody's coming after your gas stoves, you freaking morons. We're not going to come after your gas stoves. And then all of a sudden they started banning gas stoves. Oh, all the new, and all the new construction in, in New York, it has to be electric. It has to be electric. Oh, and, and wait, what? So yeah, here comes the latest round of that. And it drives me nuts. So the Biden administration is issuing uh, new restrictions on on furnaces. And that's their latest in their uh, war on appliances. So uh, they're going after your gas stove. And now they're going after your furnace. The Department of Energy. Uh, well, let's go, let's go, let's go back here to the Biden administration announced its latest regulatory action targeting home appliances late Friday. And now they're uh, going after gas powered furnaces. The Department of Energy, the DOE, 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 said the uh, energy efficiency regulations would slash household utility costs by $1.5 billion on an annual basis. <laughs> The proposal, according to the agency, require uh, non-weatherized gas furnaces and those used in mobile homes to achieve a far higher... Yeah, let's let's make the, the mobile home people buy new furnaces. Obviously, those are the people that can truly afford it. Those mobile home people with all their money. You, ooh, it's you guys who are ruining the planet. At the direction of Congress... The DOE is continuing to review and finalize energy standards for household appliances uh, to reduce energy use, slashing harmful pollutants, blah, 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 blah. So just going off the top of my head, and and this is going to get a little salty because this is the the, the perfect use of of this word, Uh, motherfucker. It's going to be in this sentence. These, These motherfuckers... They want to tell you what kind of light bulbs you can use. It's got to be an LED light bulb. They want to tell you what light bulb you can use. They want to tell you 
what kind of car you can drive. It's got to be an EV. Got to be an EV car. They're going to tell you <clears throat> how you cook your food. It's got to be electric stove. Got to be electric stove. They're going to tell you how to heat your home. Oh, you can't use that kind of furnace. Got to use our kind of furnace. Wh who? Seriously. Who do they fucking think they are? I remember many moons ago, I did a show. Uh, there's a couple episodes still, I think, lurking at the Loftus Party YouTube channel. And I did a big monologue about uh, the, just the fucking light bulbs. Just the light bulbs. You do yourself a favor. Next time you're at the store looking for light bulbs, or maybe you have some in your house, look at the warning on the side of one of these uh, frickin' uh, LED light bulbs. Like, what you're supposed to do if that thing breaks. God, it's, it's, it's a horror show. It's, it's, it's practically an environmental nightmare in your home if you accidentally uh, break a light bulb. But the absolute... The, 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 the balls on these people... And it's just it's just step by step. Oh, well, here's what kind of light bulb you can use. Oh, here's how you can cook your food. Oh, here's how you can heat your home. Oh, here's what kind of car you're going to be allowed to drive. What in the fuck? That is intrusive as shit. Did I? I don't remember. I don't like. I don't like any of this shit. Like we have a we have a finite amount of time on this earth. We have a finite amount of time. I don't I don't need to explain to you how I like to cook my food. I, I seriously, how is that how is any of that the government's job? Oh, here's what I'm allowed? Oh, you are you're off your fucking nut. Here's what kind of car you can drive. Oh, it's got to be an EV. Got to be an EV. That's how you're allowed to get around. Go go straight to hell? Fuck you. How about that? No. Hopefully that'll be a big industry. I know people that have like 3D printers and they're still printing guns and doing all stuff. People, whew, I want to get I want to get like an old car. I want to get and when I say old car, I want to say something built in the 80s, you know, right before, because if you look under the hood now, like engines and shit are so tight. They're so compact. You need such specialized equipment. You need to go back just to work on them, just to work on them, fix them up. You got to go back to a model car where you didn't have to like hook it up to a computer and all that stuff. Maybe you got to go back to the 70s. I don't know. Get some freaking, get some old like, Frickin' Ford Bronco, four-wheel drive, some shit with just a monster engine in it. And just hang on to that thing. Hang on to that. So when it does go tits up and it all becomes frickin' Road Warrior, you at least have a fighting chance. Sweet Jesus. How dare they? <clears throat> and this is your reminder that uh, the number one and number two polluters in the world are you got you got the Chinese and you've got India and the Chinese are still opening up coal fired power plants everywhere and then this is your reminder 
that if you want electricity to charge up your freaking environmental disaster nightmare car, EV, if you want to charge it up, where are you going to get that energy from? You're going to get that from like a nuclear powered plant, a coal powered plant, some other kind of powered plant. Because the windmills and the solar, they just aren't there yet. It ain't cutting it. Whoo, yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. It's just like this total and complete um, denial of reality. And and yet they, they just keep going. Right? Hey, there's a crisis at the border. No, there's not. Millions of people come across. Million, hundreds of thousands are dying from fentanyl uh, and God knows what else. And you're like, oh, I got a videotape of it. Here they come. Here. They don't care. They don't care. The rush is going to... Russia's going to come in and uh, interfere in our elections again. Mm, they didn't the first time. They're going to do it again. I'm going to go on TV and talk about it. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It's uh, you too. You say you want diamonds and rings of gold. I will, um, that's a big uh, gear switch, but it's something that I feel very, this is another one. It's like, hopefully one of the reasons that you're here. Many moons ago, a couple of years ago, I was playing in Vegas and I saw they were working on this big ass circular globe thing. And I was like, what the heck is that? And somebody says, ooh, that's the sphere. It's gonna be a concert venue. And I'm like, what? And I wrote a thing about it at theloftestparty.com because I turn you guys on to cool shit all the time. And I'm like, ooh, there's going to be LEDs on the inside of it and the outside of it. And the acoustics are going to be insane. They've had the best people in the world come and make sure it's going to be great. And you're like, wow, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. It's going to be neat. Then, a few months ago, I did an update on it. I'm like, it's almost done. Oh, and then then they turned on the lights on the outside. And they did a big display. And you're like, holy shit, that's cool. Holy shit, that's cool. That looks cool from the outside. And then... Recently, and I posted this at theloftestparty.com, U2 is doing a residency at the the MGM, The Sphere. And we got video from inside. It's cool, it's cool. It's cooler than I thought it would be And I thought it'd be cool already But it was cool, it's fucking amazing Just going off the video The LED display is seamless And you got you 2 on the circular stage The audience is packed And it looks like a sunrise coming up And there's clouds going by I cannot imagine. And somebody's going to have to tell me when they have the balls to do it. I'm sure somebody probably did it that night. Uh, when someone takes some uh, some uh, mushrooms and goes to watch a show in there. The first thing, I wrote a little, uh, little tiny review of it. But all I can think of is like if I was in the band Pink Floyd and I'm 
however years old and the band is broken up because we don't agree on anything. I think you have to do a reunion show. I think when you see the possibilities of what they can do optically, you're like, how does Pink Floyd not do a show in there? How do they not? It would be insane. And some stuff, I just don't, I don't know if I'd be able to uh, handle it. I don't know if you're on Mushrooms and you go in there and the music just sounds fantastic and then you've got insane, hyper-realistic visuals like they're capable of, holy smokes. Holy smokes. Okay, we're gonna um, we're gonna wrap up this segment with a little bit of. Uh, I always feel remiss if I don't hit the uh, the, uh, the the Biden thing. Here's just some headlines. Here's just some headlines. It's great. Uh, in 2019, uh, Hunter Biden claimed he didn't receive one cent uh, from a Chinese associate, despite. The wire transfers. They have checks now. They have checks that are going to the Biden house. They're going to the Biden house. Hunter wasn't even living there. He was uh he was at the uh the Malibu Beach House. Yeah, and Biden, I never talked to myself. Uh James Comer has subpoenaed twenty different uh wire transfer, uh totaling uh one point three million. And those were going to, to James Jimmy Biden, the brother no one ever likes to talk about. I'm glad to see that fucker getting some heat right now. That was, uh, that was, that was long overdue. That was long overdue. Okay. We are going to, uh, we are going to move it. We're going to move it on over to, uh, Patreon. <laughs> Local, I hear the sweet, sweet sounds of a podcast talking about all the stuff over on Patreon Locals. I hear the sweet, sweet sound of Michael talking his shit, drifting down. Drifting down to the earth So come back, come back to the show Gonna have fun, gonna have fun with some Yeah! Alright, that's what we're gonna do. Uh, thank you guys for being here. Thank you for supporting all of the endeavors. The YouTube channel, the Facebook page. The website, the live shows. Holy shit, forgot to tell you about a live show. Doing a show uh, in New Jersey on Saturday night. Uh, and it will be myself and Joseph DeVito. You you know him from the Gutfell Show. The venue is Soul Joel's. Uh, S-O-U-L-J-O-E-L-S. Soul Joel's. So look them up. Go to souljoels.com uh, if you were in the tri-state area, as the kids say. And that is, uh, that's where that show will be happening. And uh, come out. I gotta re- redo the thing now. Not all of it. Stand-up show. 
Saturday night. Thanks for being here. I got one question. Why are those pants still on? Take them off. Take them off. Take them off. <laughs> Have a great day. I'll see you over on Patreon and Locals.